Ya, ya, ya. Ya, 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 ya. Ya, ya, ya. Ya, ya, ya. Ya, ya, ya. Ya. Yeah. Fussy, this. Fussy, do I make me fussy, do I Ready? Yeah. So what he do? Good job. Bob. All right. Welcome to the basement. Welcome Cheer. to the basement. What up, though? Yo, growing up, I only ever had two constants in my life: my granddad's basement and my granddad's basement. There's something you can ride to, something you can vibe to, something you can chill to, something you can smoke to, something, something that'll make you think. Something that'll make you feel good. Yeah, I, I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you wanna go? 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 <coughs> what is good, everybody? Welcome to the basement. Just trying to get comfortable here. Just can't seem to get comfortable. Oh, speaking of. Speaking of discomfort, I think I've, uh, I think I've discussed, discussed a little bit of my, my back. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've gone into grave detail, but just know he, uh, your boy's back's kind of fucked up. But I was carrying a fanny pack around for the last three years and just changed it. So if you fuck with me on Instagram, uh, and please do, at Granddad's Basement, uh, but also fuck with me at Odin Realtor, O-D-E-N. R-E-A-L-T-O-R. And that's uh, a changeover from at Fanny Pack Realtor. Uh, I was, I was, when I was in the military, my, the vast strong majority of my entire adult life for 14 years, I had like eight pockets that I could spread a couple little things about in them. And I carried, uh, uh, when I transitioned out of the military, I carried some what I still deem to be day-to-day essentials. Just put them stripped down into the fanny pack, like carry the wallet in the fanny pack, and uh, which is just all my cards wrapped in a rubber band, like uh, like a bunch of business cards, um, some breath mints, some eye drops, hand sanitizer, um, 
man, a rape whistle. That's a, that's a necessity pocket knife. So I just had the fanny pack, just a, just a couple of few pounds in there. And after three years, it just, uh, it became too much on my back that it was just like a, you know, an unnatural weight to carry like over that amount of time for hours a day. Like I stand most of the day at a computer. It's just an odd like little spot on an already kind of jacked up lumbar. Like the lumbar is like where most of the issues in my back are going on. So just just drop the fanny pack. So with it, the at fanny pack realtor on Instagram had to go and we roll with at Odin realtor. So holla at your boy. Uh, but also abstaining from Facebook still. And I'm thinking about maybe pulling back from Instagram as well. Just just a little bit, uh, you know, sitting down as, as we all do and was scrolling through the gram for a little bit and uh, got, honestly, there's just nothing there for me. So kind of just like, ah, okay. And we was able to put it down with ease. And I think that was kind of helps being off Facebook, which is a more time-consuming uh of the social medias and Instagram. I mean, all of them, you're scrolling kind of aimlessly just through stuff, but I was able to put the, just the pictures down. Like, I don't want to look at pictures right now. Like, cause I know, but some cool stuff does come up on there. I saw this dude, he, he was making like some, some monsters just, I don't know. I guess I don't even, I don't know computers. I don't speak tech at all, but they would be, you know, a, like a dragon in a, a Pixar movie or whatever like that's, Style, but totally his own style. You can tell it. This just it's just modern art. He's just designing these creatures that, like, it was a uh, this big kind of Great Dane. But uh, man, I can't even explain it. With I don't have the words to say. I wasn't really prepared to go into uh, that that one at the, at the at that moment. But uh, but dude, shit is cool. I can't even give him a shout out because it was just some random stuff that I was scrolling on. But just uh, I just stumbled across some some cool art stuff. Throw it a like and, and keep on scrolling. But I was able to to put it down because for me the uh, the Facebook was the the time it was taking is why I went off and just uh, a lot of just polluted thoughts just really un unthought out unchallenged un just uh, unable to to really come to conclusions and resolve with a, a mass amount of people uh, as maybe one some people think that it is but uh, honestly it ends up not being worth anyone's time and there's people in their lives who will stress about what's going on, on on social media and like I don't know and there's even some extent where it's driving policy in in some circumstance it's just it's just wild the way things are going when it's really a, a real loud minority of of vo- negative vocal outliers and they found their their soundboard kind of through social media is what in my perspective just looking in and it's just not a place for me like I don't I don't belong here there's a lot of other places that are, where I fit in and belong and am accepted fully for for everything who I am and uh, I can have face-to-face conversations with people on a deep and intimate level and and impact just each other's lives just in that aspect like that instead of corrupting minds and thoughts and, and force divide we come together and talk and come to resolves like I don't know I think that's just a a, a better aspect of of things and where we are today. And, you know, hopefully we're at some point, I don't know. I think last year I was saying, I think it's going to be kind of weird and dark times for like two years. So I still, still think we got some kind of weirdness and stuff coming up ahead. So right now, as we just think about like the divide, I think uh, probably the biggest one right now is the, well, I guess, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking a little bit out of turn, but maybe seems like the vaccine, you know, sh- should you, shouldn't you? Like, I, I don't know. I guess it all depends on your immune system and your your level of comfort with certain amounts of risk. But as I heard 
uh, Joey Diaz. He's a he's a comic. Uncle Joey, Coco Diaz. Um, man, I can't even give him a like a social media shout out. I, I don't really pay attention. He's, he's uh, Uncle Joey. Coco, Coco something is his Instagram. I, I don't know. It's the Uncle Joey's joint is the podcast. But I was listening to that for a little bit. I kind of fell out of it. He's not. I'm not his target audience. Uh, but that is, I like to check in from time to time. But when I was listening to it, when he kind of changed gears with his old podcast into Uncle Joey's Joint, he, he did drop. He, I mean, and Uncle Joey has bars. He's got bars for days. But his target audience just isn't for me. A lot of resounding things that I've already came to came to realizations of. So, but one thing he said was that was some dope shit. He he said uh, uh, the universe will always take care of you. Like no matter what, you know, the, the things that are that are going to come your way are, are the universe is going to going to it's going to take care of you, you know, but life isn't you have to take care of life. Right. Stop bumping the mic. So and I, I really, you know, I sit there, I thought about it, you know, it's like, OK, it's one of those. Yeah, you got to take care of life. The universe will take care of you. Like and it, it, now that. When I said it like that, that made more sense to me. I was okay, yeah, so as long as I do the things that I'm supposed to do, make the right choices in my life, you know, try to be in the right place at the right time, try to avoid those bad situations, try to look at everything as an opportunity to learn and pay witness and participate just in, in, in this life, in society, in active decision-making, active problem-solving, just going through just day-to-day from getting up in the morning to everything that one may go through until it's time to go to bed the next night and be grateful for every one of those moments. And part of that, you know, that's, that's, that's life, taking care of life, you know, handling your responsibilities, doing the things you're supposed to do when you say you're going to do them. That's integrity, uh, says me. You know, and if you so long as they do all those things, the universe will then take care of you. And I, I, be, I believe in that. I think that's the, those were those were good, good and true words that that really, really hit with me. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to be able to take that and and relay that to people. So, you know, but but taking care of life is, is the first step. So if you're looking out there to to be rewarded, uh then you have to t- take care of life and the universe is going to present itself to you. So, you know, kind of karmetic thinking, you know, wh- whatever. I don't, I don't think karmetic is, is even a word, but, but with that, I would think about George Floyd and uh, the Derek Chauvin trial, state of Minnesota versus Derek Chauvin guilty in all three counts. You know, I haven't really talked about that. I don't kind of deep down you think, I thought deep down, like, man, there's reasonable doubt to some minor extent, no matter what, the way it was presented in the trial. Like, there's some just little things. And the way, historically speaking, it's gone with the police. Like, they don't get, they don't, they don't go to jail or, and they, or, and or they don't go to jail for long. Uh, when these situations happen, I mean, it's like, man. So that had me a little bit kind of concerned like yeah who, but who but who knows and then all of a sudden guilty 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 came down and it was just kind of for me this this sense of relief like man it took a lot it took a lot to get there and like ultimately there's just there's a video so if you think anything otherwise like i don't i don't know how you dispute like it's all we saw it, it you dude you, you you sat there with your knee on this dude's neck there's no other 
there's no for for a very long time. There's no other. You, you killed him. You you you're you're the one who killed him. You murdered this man, and we we all saw it and witnessed it. And nobody who was there knew what to do, and nobody afterwards really knew how to react to it. And emotions boiled over, and. And if, could you just imagine if they came down with a not guilty verdict? This all happened a, mi- a mile and a half from my old crib. And I couldn't imagine, like, I was talking to my cousin, Quinn. Dude's like my brother. He lives right there over Southside, uh, 30-something and something. And I'm like, man. What what are you gonna do? Like what, so, what what's the pain? He's like, man, if this goes not guilty, shit better be really really bad here. The city's about to not be able to overcome this for a very long time. The the way this is gonna go, guaranteed and for sure. Like just he's and he's like, we gotta figure out like him and his his family, uh, figure out a way to get out. And uh, fortunately, it came down a little bit differently. So now, hopefully, that's a, a new day and kind of police reform. That's gonna this sets precedence. So finally, it took so long, it took so long for this country to set some type of precedence of a a major guilty verdict against a police officer. And there needs to be a lot more that comes after this. You know, it's set precedence to open police reform. And with it, I think we need uh, judicial system reform. And really decide what is a crime and what the penalties for crimes are. And it's the same penalty for the same crime across the board and make it very, very clear. Um, and also education reform. I think all three of those go extremely, extremely together when you talk about um, real specific, you know, you talk about uh, we don't like the way we're policed, but, you know, we also need to kind of w- teach people people at a, from a very young age, how to interact in the society. And part of that is relationships with police officers and relationships with this country citizens and firearms and where that's going. Let's, let's build the relationship with firearms and respect that for what it is. If you take, you know, there's just a lot going on. I I think that I could talk about guns uh, another time on, on a like much deeper level. I like to talk to somebody I like to talk with somebody about that, actually, but but it's just it, it's it's just interesting. And so just some of the some of the counterpoints. And actually, watch this on video, and you can try to think, oh yeah, no, that dude didn't have anything to do with his death. He should be not guilty. Is insane to me. That that thought, that's having that sentiment, is insane to me. And I, I couldn't imagine, yeah, if they if they came back with any not guilty verdict. Uh, what that would have looked like in Minneapolis. It would be the country, this whole, this country would have erupted. Everything would have erupted. There was, I mean, those 12 people in there were left with like probably no choice. And I'm sure they were, their information was already leaked and they were getting all kinds of, of words and messages and, and, uh, and, and came in with that. And, and I don't think they were talking about had to move in the, moving the trial out of Minnesota uh, because he wouldn't be able to get a, a fair trial for the devastation that happened a, around Minneapolis after after he murdered that man, uh, after the officer ex officer murdered uh, George Floyd in, in the street like a fucking dog. Uh, but I'm not a hundred percent certain he's gonna get a fair trial anywhere. But fuck that guy, straight up, fuck that guy. I get. The lowest of the low. 
Just some, just some of the worst. There's some. That one's bad. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. Take care of life, and and the universe will take care of you. And that can be applied into to so many different contexts, so many different contexts, good and bad. One way or another, the universe is going to find its balance. Absolutely. So it's working out the way it's it's supposed to be working out. But so, but take care of your your own self, your own situation, those things that you can have control of uh, as absolutely well as possible. And, you know, I, th- I think it's funny, I, just looking inwardly at my own life, uh, looking back on my life through, what am I these days, 36? Yeah, looking back through as many, many years as I can remember. And, you know, the universe, the universe had in store for me all kinds of things. And one of them was find a, sorry, I'm a, doing a little something on the side here, y'all. Give me a second. All right. <clears throat> sorry about that. I'm going to leave that shit in too. Um, but I was always searching for a brother, kind of searching for, for a brother. And I, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to come across some, uh, just some great, great and powerful individuals in my life that really helped me turn it around and refined overall good and people. It just, for, for, for me, myself, personally, just going through just kind of a weird, a weird upbringing where just nothing but, nothing but a lot of negativity and a lot of bad things, a lot of bad situations and not a lot of role models and positive guides, no, you know, and just really just neutralness and, and, and weirdness and uncomfortable, just uncomfortable situations. And I've gone into some things probably at a little detail. So just going through that and like I was the only child till I was 10. And that, that, that decade was just odd and weird. And while I have two brothers, two blood brothers, um, I'm 10 years older than one and I'm 20 years older than the next. So my mom had boys every 10 years with, with three girls in between. So three between 85 and 05. So she had boy, boy, girl, 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 boy. My mom got six kids. And uh, so I got some brothers, you know, there's, there's a big age gap, you know, a big generational gap and a big, uh, you know, uh, uh, geographical gap we are all in different spots east coast west coast and northern uh up in the midwest in wisconsin so and still a a big age gap so as time goes on hopefully we'll be able to and we we uh, my 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 brother who's 10 years younger than he's cody cody been on the podcast uh you know, we try to talk and text kind of as much as possible, but he's he's married out there on the East Coast, working a full time gig, kind of doing his thing. We're we're, you know, we're you know, just truth. We're in different spots in, in our lives as well, albeit both married. We're doing different things. I got a young family. He's out there, kind of enjoying life with his wife. Kind of, she's doing the military thing, serving uh, in the United States Air Force and the the United States Air Force Honor Guard. Actually, she's doing a, a really cool, a really cool portion of service. So, random vet shout out to India Reshki. Um, the relationship is just—it's just a little bit 
it's just different. It's, it, we're still building it. You know, we didn't grow up together and we didn't, be, we didn't go through day to day situations together and have significant life changing events together. We've done, we were, we, we grew up in completely different households, uh, in different areas too. And I mean, when I was like, I moved out of my mom's crib, my stepdad's crib when I was like 16. Right. So, and he like Cody lived with, with his pop, uh, so he'd come over for the weekends and like want to hang out with his big brother, but you know he was like alone with his dad. You know daycare, school, school. I guess he was school age, so school and then home with his dad, and then it would be with my mom's at the weekend. And I was, you know, sixteen year old like punk ass kid. I don't want to kick it with my six year old brother, so I'd be like out of the house or when I was in the house, be like, nah, you can't kick it with me, man. I'm down here, and totally should have let him come kick it with me. Like a total dick move. Like I was not a great big brother in the household, but my, I don't know, life was life is always weird. So it was just odd. So we're we're now kind of able to talk and start building a relationship and we know it's a brother and it's all that we're brothers and it's all love but you know we we got you know we got some some building that relationship to do but so there's always this part of me kind of searching for like a closer you know brother and I got I got a I was fortunate to get a few just throughout throughout my life and just dudes I've mentioned before so I'm gonna get up out of here but I did want to, I just want to check in, but I did want to just shout out like my brothers, you know, from the brother, like when I was going through that first 10 years of my life, you know, on my own and it being confusing and not, <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to believe this. What up, bro? Yo, what up? Not, I was just doing a podcast, literally starting to talk about you. Oh, no shit. Yeah, no, I was literally talking about like my my brothers, my brothers from another, and like here you call. Oh my god, that's crazy! You know what's so funny is that like I'm just sitting here, like on the toilet, and I was like, I'm just gonna call Odin, right? I have no idea why. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, cause cause I was thinking about you. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know how I was gonna transition. I'm literally just freestyling this podcast and. Man, I was going. I was going about to start talking about my groomsmen and shit, and 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 here you are. That's fucking dope. Hold on, let me flush the toilet. I, I'll flush the toilet later. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, do what you gotta do, man. It's all good. It's all love. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. That's crazy timing. You should uh, include that in the podcast. That was random. Oh yeah, I'm not even going to talk about the rest of anybody now. We'll just, yep, no, this is this is where this is where it's going to go. This is what's what's happening now. So we got uh <laughs> We got swim lessons coming up in a few minutes. I got a, I got a bail in maybe like five, six minutes. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, it's these swim lessons. I actually was just like, um, B and I were just talking <laughs> the other day. We were just sitting there and B goes, Dad, are you ever going to teach me how to swim? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how old are you? Five? I was like, yeah, you're due. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's about time. We're, uh, we're, getting, uh, we're getting to that age. Pool parties. I know, right? I still remember learning how to swim. Like, I remember my dad um, uh, taking me when I was probably like four, probably. Like, I was in Germany. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that shit was pretty dope. I still fucking remember that swimming pool. Is that the end of your story? <laughs> <laughs> what? My dad taught me to swim when I was four and it was dope. 
Yeah, that's it. Dude, you know, so I don't remember learning how to swim. I've been swimming for so long. Like, I remember being, like, in a life vest in a public pool at a very, very young age, and then not. Then I was swimming. And all as long, I've been swimming since, my mom's like, dude, you've been swimming since you're, like, three. Like, by by yourself, like, strong swimmer. Like, by the time... By the time I was ten, I saved this kid's life. He was just drowning at the uh, at the YMCA at the YMCA pool. I lived in Freeport, Illinois, for fourth grade. So we moved down there. I'm just I'm literally treading water, and it was Urban Kid Day at the pool. I was at the Y, man, three four days a week, just swimming and playing basketball, swimming and playing basketball. And all of a sudden, just it's just one random Saturday or whatever day it was, and all these kids are in the pool. There's like. 75 100 kids like in this pool like it was like way at capacity i'm like what the fuck is happening at my pool i'm just sitting there treading water legit thinking there's so many people here and i watch this kid go up the water slide he like crossed the do not cross barrier because there was too many kids there so they shut the water slide down it's just an indoor ymca fucking plastic slide pool so i watch this kid and he slides down the slide goes in the water and then just starts like he didn't realize it was like eight feet of water. He thought it was shallow or some shit. And he just yeah. starts going under and he's like, try, he's fighting for his life. I'm like, and I look at the lifeguard. I look at this kid. I look at the lifeguard. I look at this kid. I'm like, motherfucker. So I, I, I just side stroke over to him, grab him. I've never been held like so tight by somebody. And I made it, took him to the shallow end. And I was like, all right, dude, stand up. And he was like, no, take me to the edge. And like, I took him to the edge and lift him up. He ran out and I don't ever know what happened to him i hope he did great and marvelous things with uh with the op- second opportunity of life that i gave him what if like he saw like a news story and like he, he killed like four kids <laughs> <laughs> like motherfucker man i that's like me yeah. killing four kids dude or three does it work which way does it go how does that math work out in this political environment you and i wouldn't believe you were safe uh <laughs> jesus christ you know, that's crazy, though, man, that like you actually I've, obviously that that's been happened. But I wonder if that person, that man or woman or man, probably a boy. Yeah, I was I a boy. Thinks about that. I wonder if he's like, I wonder who that motherfucker was. I bet he does. There's like, been there's been so many days of my life. So many days. Not it's not every day, but like for I don't go with a month without thinking of that exact moment. Like, what is he doing? What did he do with his life? What did I, like I, that motherfucker better have like done some good things, man. If he's just some punk ass motherfucker, like in the hood in Freeport, Illinois, like, God dang it. (laughs) Oh man. You know, I was thinking about like, um, um, kind of like, like I grew up in a rough little neighborhood. I mean, it wasn't like fucking crazy, but it, it was basically the poorest part of fucking, Vancouver, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew you came from, you know, not the greatest background either, but it's kind of crazy. Like, I was thinking about your place the other day, like, beautiful house, beautiful wife, beautiful children, like, jobs, cars. I'm just like, that. it's like, same here, you know? It's just like, I think about that. Okay, so the reason I brought that up is I just bought a new place. We went to the very, my brother and sister and I on Friday night, we drove to our very first house here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a two-bedroom apartment. And it's in the fucking hood. Like, it's a fuck, fucking shitty part of town. Like, we're driving around like, uh, like, I think my sister was scared. She's a fucking pussy, though. Um, <laughs> we're just walking around, and then we, like, drove over to, like, my uh, place Autumn and I just bought, and it's just like, whoa, man, 
fucking progression, dude. And then I thought immediately about you when like I first came to visit you in Tucson, like that that last time I came. Yeah. I was like, dude, you were just like jerking off in your one bedroom apartment, like watching football. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was the life. That like, was the life for me. A lot more than that. But I was like, I saw your life. And I was like, holy shit. That was like, that was quick progression. Like, so it just seems, seems like it happens. Like you're just like, you just wake up and you're like, I'm here. Like, this is all the shit I thought about when I was a kid and a young adult. And you just like blink and you're like, I'm, I'm there. You know, it's just wild, man. Dude, it's, it's, it's leveling up. Like, I don't know. I was just talking about this. Just like, if you take care of, of life, like I was listening to Joey Diaz, he's a comic, but he's like, the universe is always going to take care of you. It, 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 you know, the universe, the universe got you, whatever you got in store for you, the universe is going to throw your way. But life, life is, it, life ain't going to take care of you. You got to take care of life. So there's, there's yeah. shit that you got to take. And I just really kind of took that. I thought about it, analyzed it. and was like, yeah. And I kind of have leveled up. Like it came from a weird 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 spot weird beginning like man it shit was always fucking at a bare minimum weird like and it got uncomfortable and shit was uncontrolled out of control and just continually leveling up making right decisions and it just goes to show there to to some extent that like just i don't know if it's conscience or being a victim of circumstance right place right time or ability to you know having intuition to go through um oh i hey, uh go through <laughs> damn it megan just said uh she's leaving um to to go to swimming lessons but it just just doing just having a positive outlook and doing the right stuff man i guess it's just yep. and, and just level up and tr- change a generational trajectory around and i'm just really excited to being able to share the story with my my kids my family and put them off to just a better a better spot and have my kids do yep. even better than than i did yeah, and they will, man. But um, that's that's great. Honestly, like I totally forgot to call you on Friday, but I meant to call you after that moment because I wanted to just be like, congratulations on your success. I know it's only up from here, from already an amazing point in your life. So I just want to share that with you. I think that's why I called you, but I don't remember. I was just taking shit. <laughs> but anyways, have fun at swim lessons um, and just enjoy your children because that's just fucking cool, man. Congrats. All right. I love you, bro. Um, yeah, go flush your toilet and uh, tell your sister I said what's up. Sure, man. Let me see All right. All right. I'm going to get up out of here. Everybody be cool. Check on a vet. Hug your loved ones. Chip.
Now you's a daddy and I's a daddy. We get it for our daughters and sons. What up, Moose? Up, what's good? We done came a long fucking way. To be the man I am, I gotta hug you, man. You know I always got a place to stay.